of the Never Glory Podcast. After missing uh, last week, dealing with old, rich, and pretentious pricks in Naples, um, Nick Schilling back with the usual cast. We got Sean Z, Farky, Memphis Matt here. Guys, I was going to take another week off to cut up on work up here in Ohio. Um, I was told, though, last week I had poor sound quality and poor takes, so they begged me to show up to the day. Uh, what's your guys' thoughts on that? Uh, who, who begged you? Who begged you? Uh, L- Luke and Jerry. They're like, man, that, that, that pod struggled without you. you. You need to be on this week. Well, look, the look, sound quality sucks, but I'm sure you, trust me, you coming back ain't helping it. Yeah, well, I blame Jerry on that anyways. All right, all right. I thought I'd get a little more back from you guys, but looks like we're all worn out, ready for the tribe tomorrow. Well, um, if you listened to last week's pod, I actually, I think I wish that you would have fallen through um, uh, wet floorboards on the 18th floor. So, yeah, that was my dog on you last week. Yeah, pretty much you, all you do is unclog, un- unclog toilets. That was the general theme that we were getting at. <laughs> it's it's pretty darn close, pretty darn close. We'll, we'll move on. Now, guys, I, I need your help here. Memphis Math's going to rip on me. Um, I'm 33 years old. I've been betting on sports for a while I used to play poker back in warehouses that looked like a scene from Rounders. This weekend is my first trip to Vegas. Ugh. Any thoughts, insight, what do I need to do, what do I need to hit? Yeah, I mean, have you, uh, you played craps? Uh, yeah. This is scintillating. This is great. This is great. I mean, I'm asking you guys yeah, what like, you, you guys got nothing. I could get you some play craps. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out the night before you leave until 4 a.m. and then get on an 8 a.m. flight and then fly to Vegas and drink the entire way there and then stay at a strip club that first night there until 8 a.m. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that that's definitely a no. That's a hard no. Um, pretty much just enjoy the book. Bet on every pony race that you can possibly get your eyes on, uh, just to feel alive and. Um, Always like get up off of a table when there's losers around. If if whether it's there's a Michigan fan at the Cleveland Casino all the time that's just legendary uh, cooler or, or chiller or whatever the hell they call it. Just get up and leave. Go to the next place. Don't put up with dealers being douchebags. Um, just have a game plan. Execute the game plan, and just you know kind of finish it, man. Just grind. You pay the rent, right, Nader? Yeah, I mean, so let me. Have you played craps before? Yes. If you go to this total dump casino off the strip called the Orleans, they've got ten times odds, five dollar minimum bet. You can put ten times odds on any bet you want. Place is a total crap fest, but um, it's uh, best odds in Vegas. And then when you walk out of the um, Bally Sportsbook, right across the street, there is this bar that uh, looks like um, it should be hit with a Scud missile. They offer $5 Patron shots, $2 hot dogs. It's a great bargain, man. Casino Royale's got dollar beers if you're not gambling. You know, you just walk in there, grab yourself a beer, and hit the road. It's a good place. 
Is, is it open container out there? Absolutely. Yes. Listen, uh, there is. Chill. Uh, uh, there is yes, nothing. Chill. You can walk around the street with one of those beer like hats that has two beers and the hoses running from it if you want to. The first, you can walk around in a jock strap and get away with it. Yes. The first, first sadly, you can walk around with an assault rifle and and get away with it too. That's true. First time I'll I got tell you what. Vegas show. I woke up in the morning specifically to walk over to the liquor store, buy a twenty-four ounce natural light, and walk down the street. The first year I went there, I saw a guy dive into the Bellagio fountain. Um, they quickly arrested him and asked him if he was sorry for doing said activity. He said yes, and they uncuffed him and let him go. <laughs> yeah, there are there are certain. But it's still too early to talk about those rules. But for the most part, there's no rules. There are none. Now I do wonder what it's going to be like in light of you know what just transpired. That actually is going to be an interesting dynamic there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but I'll have nothing to compare it to. So, I'll have to have well, that's that's yeah, I think that's the one thing is I, I'll say this, and the other guys would attest. You don't see a police presence. Now I think that probably changes. Like you don't see cops. No, never. I haven't seen uh, one. What do you guys? What sports books would you recommend? I know it's kind of off the beaten path because it's pretty far down past Caesars, but I like the Mirage sports book. Yeah, the Mirage, Mirage is a great book. But the sports book's great. Mirage is good to watch a game. Yeah, Mirage is awesome. I I, I, do, I do need to get to Westgate. Um, so that we can find a proxy for next year to kind of get in that college football podcast or sorry, college football contest. And then also the uh, super contest for the NFL for next year for us. But um, I, I didn't know you couldn't do that remotely. You got you got to have a proxy there. They got all the bets got to be placed on site. So yeah. I'll work on that for next year while I'm out there. Yeah. All right, let's get into this. Um, got week five guys, you know, the, it's starting to maybe, couple top teams obviously Alabama and Clemson are the top two I don't think anybody can argue with that um Sean we'll start with you who do you kind of have then you know three four five six are in that range it's Penn State Oklahoma um if you ask me at the end of the year I don't think either of those teams are going to be there interestingly enough I don't know who the hell is going to be there but I don't think it's going to be those two teams I, I saw this yesterday Ohio State still eight to one the third favorite Obviously, we all know they control their own destiny, but I still thought those odds were a little short. Tarky? Uh, I, I need to see more out of them. I mean, they're starting to improve. We'll get into a little bit on it with, when we get into the games. But I, I've got the same four as Sean. I got I Bama, Clemson, um, far and away, and then Penn State, Oklahoma. Uh, I've got my, my Bulldogs sniffing at the top four. I, I put Oklahoma there just because uh, until they you know cause themselves issues, they have to be there, I think. And then... Um, there's a lot of chatter going on about Wisconsin. I'm not really sold on them, but that's a team that, it, you know, as the season goes on, could maybe continue to squeak their way up that that ranking. The only reason they're your Bulldogs is because of that Atlanta bar. That's true, and we'll get to that because that, that's part of my picks. <laughs> I would have Georgia at five. I, you know, I, I just think they're playing really well. Um, also, I don't, I, I don't understand. Here's why Wisconsin's getting the love they're getting. That division blows, guys. I mean, they're, they're, they're in the title game. Awful. 
I'm not saying it's warranted, but it's the rankings are, are stupid the way they do them anyway. So they're they're gonna be there. Yeah, they'll be in the title game. They gotta beat Penn State, Ohio State, whatever, and that Michigan. Then they get in. You know, that's pretty much how it's gonna go. Um, I you know I've been touting Washington. I've still got them in the four position. I think Barky's squad. Bulldogs are moving up pretty fast, man. I'd have Oklahoma and Georgia right there at that five, six spot, but I've got Washington at the four. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'll allow it, Nader. Well, thanks, man. That means a lot. Let's get into this shit show. Let's go. Let's go. So uh, we'll make the picks here. Farky uh, moved into first place last week. I had an awful week. You guys are lucky I only had three minutes to put my picks in. Um, Then... I'm two games behind Sean and Memphis Matter, four games behind Farky as we uh, start here week six. First game we're going to talk about is on Thursday. We got Louisville at NC State. Uh, I believe the line opened around one. It's now up to three and a half. Um, Lamar Jackson is just going to take on money, so I'm not surprised it moved to three and a half. I like NC State in this game. I'd really like them if the schedule – this is an awful schedule spot for NC State. They have played, what, Florida State and Syracuse – while Louisville has played Kent State and Murray State, which let's call it what it is. That's two bye weeks. So if I'm going to place a bet, it's probably going to be the first half. And, you know, I think NC State's going to run out of steam. But for the pot, I'll take uh, I'll take the plus three and a half. Fergie? I've been off NC State all year. They, they did slide into the rankings this week of whatever. Uh, Finley still doesn't have any INTs. Petrino's 14-0 against North Carolina schools. So if you want to... If, if you believe in, you know, following um, whatever that stuff is, uh, historical data, he's 14-0, whatever. Um, I like Louisville to roll here. Maybe not roll, but it, it cover by the touchdown. Matt. Yeah, originally I was going to be on Louisville here, but, um, you know, I, I like NC State here. Uh, getting especially the three-and-a-half number to me is key at home. Um, you know, people focus a lot on NC State's defense, but, you know, they're putting up 35 a game. You know, it's, their offense isn't uh, anything horrible. Um, so I think at home, getting a three and a half against the Louisville team that, uh, you know, I'm just not so sure about. And, you know, I, Petrino doesn't ride motorcycles very well. That dude's a loser. So give me NC State. <laughs> I like how motorcycles got worked into that. How about the flip? No Nader with the with the in pod flip of the game there. Uh, he's leaning the same way that I am. If the same NC State front seven shows up that, that played against Florida State, they're going to be able to contain Jackson, uh, similar to kind of what Clemson did, uh, where he just had it was a nightmare for him and Louisville. Unless they can kind of scheme around it and find some guys on the outside to make some plays, I don't think they can. Uh, or if they can, it's just going to be squeaking by. I think that the half point is. Huge here. I like the Wolfpack. Next game, uh, we got Penn State at Northwestern. Northwestern's getting 14 and a half at home. Memphis Matt. Yeah, last week, um, I think during the Northwestern-Wisconsin game, I, I think I tweeted out how the hell did uh, Northwestern get beat by Duke because they look so good. Well, in the second half, we saw kind of why. They, got, they just got worn down by Wisconsin's defensive line. I mean, their offensive line just couldn't do anything against them. Um, I think you're going to see more of that this week. Um, you know, Barkley didn't have a great game last week, aside from the 98-yard kickoff return right to start the game. Um, you know, definitely his lowest offensive 
rushing output of the year. Um, I think he bounces back in a big way. I, you know, I, I like Pat Fitzgerald. Um, Northwestern's pretty disciplined, but you know, it comes down to just a much better team here. Uh, the fourteen and a half is a little, I guess, a little scary at home, but I think the play here is on Penn State. I'm with you 100% there, Nader. I, I think this is a, a nice spot. Chill. Penn State's creeping towards an automatic fade. Not this week, though. Now, they, they do it this week, but I'm going to plan for another week. But it's coming, and it's going to be a few consecutive ones after that because they're building up. They're blowing teams out. It's kind of eerily similar to what Ohio State's went through over over some of the past few years. And then they get into a big game, and they're kind of not ready. They weren't ready against Iowa, and Iowa wasn't even that good. It, it's coming, but not this week. I like the Nittany Lions by 21. Yeah, I, th- I think just the four. I, I'm probably not going to bet this game, but um, with the fourteen and a half, I'm just going to take the room. The sorry, the home dog, like I normally do. Fargy. Well, you see a fourteen and a half point line. You know which way I'm going without even looking at the teams that are playing. So I have, I have. You, you, you have Cedar Point down. I don't get. Yeah, that. I have no idea what that means. Jerry Sandusky. I, I told oh, you. Oh Nate. my god. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one person on this pod that can get to that level, and it's Nader. I'll say this. At least you kept it clean by using him as the link. Like, that could have went a lot of other places. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could have gone showers or something else, just vile. I use showers. Yeah. But I'm going Penn State. Uh, I think some people would maybe jump on Northwestern thinking, oh, well, look, look how tough they played this time. But I think that goes back to our earlier. Isn't as good as what are you doing here? You're fading out. Get close to the microphone. Let's go. It's in my mouth. Cool. All right, Jerry. You really are taking up on the Sandusky model. Uh, <laughs> the other thing here is Northwestern had a total backdoor cover last week. Like, just dead to rights, 40-yard line, got a fourth and nine touchdown and another score or something and, and backed into a into the, the nine-point loss. What I noticed about that game, though, it's it's it was on pace to be a very low scoring game, which made sense to take the, you know, take the points there, and then it just got out of control. So, I guess yeah, since I'm on an island, I'm hoping for that again this week. There's a reason why I went 11 and five last week, and it's because I know I know the lines. <laughs> I just realized I don't have a pick for the next one. Uh, next pick, uh, Wake Forest at Clemson. Clemson is 21 and a half point favorite. Sean. Uh. It's with great reluctancy I'm taking Wake here. I actually think they, they may have kind of played up their hand. I'm, I'm going to give this similar to when Clemson played BC uh, a few weeks ago. Similar type game model. I don't know what time this is. I'm kind of hoping for a noon start um, to kind of play into my Wake pick, but um, I'm hoping that the half point makes a difference too. I'll take the Demon Deacons very reluctantly. They got a wide receiver that they can get the ball to. The quarterback can make some plays with his feet. And uh, they actually have a legitimate safety that, that will be in the league after next year in Bates. You guys know where I'm headed. It's a 21 and a half point spread. The over under is 47. So I'll take the 21 and a half. Fargy? Have fun with that, Sean. Wake Forest beating Presbyterian, BC, Utah State, and Appalachian State. So give me Clemson. Memphis Matt. Ugh. Uh, I've got Wake Forest here, but I wouldn't touch this with somebody else's money. 
that receiver that unit's talking about is a red shirt freshman, which, yeah, he's a stud, but they don't really have much else. I think they have their second leading receiver on the team has six catches on the year. That stinks, man. But they are leading the ACC in tackles for loss, even ahead of Clemson. They've got a nice defense. Um, I am solely taking this because it's 21 and a half. Um, and it, this is kind of getting to the point where I think Clemson has a couple easier games coming up. Um, kind of could just be a letdown game off of the big win last week. Um, so give me Wake Forest. They had 17 tackles for loss last week and did not win the game. They have to be sick to their stomach. I think Ooh. they have 50 on the year. Oh. I'll say this. The, the ACC's got some legitimate front sevens. Like, there's six or seven schools that they, they have really, really strong fronts. I agree with that. Uh, next game, we got Georgia at Vandy. Vandy's getting 17 and a half at home. Farky's got down a place to find love, which I'm assuming is another reference to that stupid bar we don't know about. There's a there's a bar where it's all, it's all about the love there. It's in Atlanta. It's called Bulldogs. It's a black gay bar, and it's, it's just a place where, where everyone flocks to find their special something. I've been there. I've been there with a group of white men. It, it, to be quite frank, not. I don't know what's going on. I mean, with your broadcast things. is terrible. Dude, get your shit together, Christ! <laughs> he went there and he shot some stick. He actually shot pool, not the literal stick, not but um, that was probably out, out back. But whatever. We we watched from across the and giggled. Cribbage, no, I ran out of that bar. But anyway. What the Bulldogs have done is make me look incredibly smart this year. I've had I've been on them since week one. Got them last week. Called called the win. Called the big win. Blowout UF. I'll tell you what though, if, if Kirby Smart ends up screwing around with what they got going on right now by acting like there's some kind of quarterback competition with Eason, he's a freaking moron because Eason should be the starter. So we'll see what happens with that. I think they've got confidence on their side now that, that they're starting to roll. I'm interested to see what they do. And as Coach Smart would say, keep chopping wood and let's get some more. Memphis Matt. Good God. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, after after watching that Vanderbilt game last week against Florida, I mean, Florida stinks, and Vandy could do nothing. I mean, Vandy looked like crap. And, um, you know, I, I'm starting to buy this Georgia shit from Farkey here. Um, you know, they, Georgia doesn't throw the ball very well at all. And I, that's why I think like Fargie said, you know, Eason, there's, there's not really a decision here to be made if, if, when he's healthy, but they can run the shit out of the ball. And, um, I just think Vandy, uh, Vandy doesn't exactly have a home field advantage. Um, so give me the Bulldogs. They just, it's such a struggle for Vandy to score and move the ball. Uh, show what's the over under in this one. It is 40, 40 and a half. So, I mean, this, this might play into your whole Clemson thing. It doesn't for me. I just don't think Vandy can get to 10 points. Uh, I think, you know, Georgia can get to 28. Um, so even if Vandy did get by a stroke of luck to, to 10, I like Georgia still. I'm taking the Bulldogs and uh, and riding the coattails of old Nader and Farkey here. Yeah, I'm – I'm not betting Vandy with anybody's money. Um, you know, I'm going to take them here on the pod. I think this is one of those 
plays. If you like Georgia, parlay it with the over. If you like Vandy, parlay it with the under. You know, I, I think it's that holds some value there to get about 2.6 on your money there. Uh, next game, Cyclones. Iowa State is at Oklahoma. They are Oklahoma's 27.5-point favorites. Memphis, Matt. Did anyone here watch the Iowa State-Texas game? Bad. Yeah, I Iowa did. State, Iowa State sucks. They threw <laughs> – did they throw three or four picks? Uh, Texas isn't any good. It's at Oklahoma. Baker Mayfield, like Farky said two episodes ago, can shove that flag right up his ass. Um, 27 and a half is a lot, but man, Iowa state on offense is completely inept. Um, give me the Sooners. John. That was such a reluctant Sooner call too many points. I'm taking the Cyclones, baby upset uh-huh. city bet the house on it. Iowa state doesn't throw three or four picks. They throw three or four touchdowns. We end up with a 42, 28 game here. Right on your eight and eight week again. <laughs> oh, I think they roll. I'm I'm taking OU. I'm laying the twenty seven and a half. Farky, cool. I don't have much on this game other than that. Until Oklahoma does something to change my idea, I guess I'm taking twenty seven and a half. Not too many points. Not too many points. <laughs> you have catch me if you can. Hey, watch. Show you think this line gets above twenty eight by chance? Um, ooh. I mean, Oklahoma's a public team at way more than Iowa State. I just, yeah, yeah, I, I can see it getting to 28. FYI, yes. that's, that's Baker Mayfield running away. It's, um, it opened 26, it opened 26 and a half, so it's already moved to point. I, I, I can see it hitting 28. I don't see it going, um, much north of that. You can feel it. You can feel it. Oh, feel it. Next game, Ole Miss at Auburn. Uh, you know, I think a team that's looking better and better every week. They're 21-point favorites at home, Auburn is. Sean? So, uh, you know, we've been on Auburn here the last couple weeks, I think, right, with our bets. Is that right? Yes. We went back-to-back? Yeah. yeah. I like the Tigers here again. Uh, I would probably like the road team if it wasn't Ole Miss, a.k.a. an absolute dumpster fire. Just steaming pile of poo. I'm going the Auburn Tigers. Gus Malzone just rides it for one, one more week. I, when do they play Georgia? Because that's going to be just a, a slobber knocker, in the words of John Madden. That's, and that's the game that's going to possibly decide a lot. Um, Farky, what's your pick if I look that up? Um, I'm still on Auburn. I've been, that's another team I've been high on all year, and everybody's kind of fallen in line with that. Um, you're welcome because it kept you probably closer to me than you should be in the overall ranking. But uh, they had they had another another good looking week and they had five plays over 45 yards, so they're airing it out. Pretty favorable schedule for Georgia. So after this one, they got three straight home games: Missouri, Florida, South Carolina. Then they go at Auburn, November 11th. That that game could have a lot riding on it. Uh, I'm with you guys. I'm a big Auburn fan right now. Um, so I'll lay the points as well. Remember, Matt? Uh, War Eagle. This is a blowout. Um, my favorite game of the week. Um, Ole Miss isn't good. Auburn is. Um, last week, what was the final score? 63 nothing or 63 7? It was bad. Alabama. I think it was 63 7. It was bad. Yeah, 63 7. 
Yeah, you know, Auburn's not that good, but I can picture like 48 to 10 here, 48 17, something like that. Um, this is Blowout City, baby. War Eagle. Throw it on the consensus. First one of the week. Next one, Notre Dame at North Carolina. North Carolina's getting 14 points at home. Uh, both teams pretty banged up. Uh, Wimbush, or Wimbush was on crutches today, so I don't know if he's going to play or not. Um, Farky is your boy, Brian Kelly. You taking him? I, I will not take Brian Kelly. And uh, I saw I saw Notre Dame. Notre Dame's ranked now. Big, big deal. Whoop-de-doo. Uh, 14, that for me is too many points. I know North Carolina's only won one game, but looking back at their schedule, they've played some teams competitively. They were within nine of, or what, eight or, no, nine of ten, I think, of LS, or, uh, Louisville. Sorry, butchered that. Uh, I know Duke, we know, sucks, and they lost to Duke, but I don't know. I think they've been scrappy enough, at least this year, to cover 14. So no no real hot takes. I just think you got to get close to your mic. Ron, it's murdering us. We have no idea what your take was. Your broadcast is atrocious. Yeah. Memphis, Matt, take it over. Um, I actually really like Notre Dame here. I was all over Georgia Tech last week, and they beat the shit out of UNC. Um, I think it was, what, 33 nothing, 37 to nothing, something like that. UNC sucks. And Notre Dame does something really well, run the ball. And UNC couldn't stop my sister from gaining five yards on first down. They suck. I've got like 31-10 here. Give me the Irish. Ugh. Sean. So he actually, I, you know, this is I'm doing a flip here. I'm pulling an earlier Nader. I'm taking the Irish here. I think this has the making of a ten and two team. I think their schedule's fairly. Is their schedule softer this year than than normal years? Well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're uh, obviously they got they got USC coming up, but like, they, what's their next toughest game of the rest of the year? I mean, I think the key to them is they got rid of that, you know, Michigan Michigan State at the beginning and actually scheduled a couple cupcakes. Let me pull it up here. Well, regardless. I'm taking the Irish here. I'm flipping around on it. I'm going against the grain. Um, I'm, I'm riding with Nader. Yeah, pretty easy scuttle coming up. USC, NC State, at Miami, and then obviously the last game of the year is at Stanford. So um, yeah, maybe some not. tricky spots later on down the road. You know yeah. what? Forget it. I'm going to do you a favor and just remind you. What are you guys talking? You guys are doing it at the same time. You both sound like shit. What's one of your points? Just give us something to go by. You know what? I'm not, I'm not giving you the insight anymore. Good. Show, what'd you have to say? It was useless. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm flip-flopping as well. Let him keep rolling. No, with I'm taking Notre Dame. Dame. He's taking Notre Dame. Good. Let's move on. Let's move on to the Hogan TCU. Uh, I love Hogue. I think it's been pretty well recognized over the years on this on this uh, pod, just my affinity for him and our group chat. But TCU is a wrecking ball. One of these sneaky teams that could make the four spot in, in the playoff. Uh, I'm taking the Horn Frogs here. If it gets above, it gets to 14 or above, you know, it's, it's definitely a stay away. But I like it inside 14. Will Greer sucks. He just got suspended for a year, and everybody thought, oh, you read a couple magazines, oh, he throws good in practice. He did the same thing at Florida, and their offense was terrible at Florida. He's the same player. He's not very good. Give me the Horn Frogs. Gary Patterson's team gets after it. 
I like him in this spot. I could not disagree more. I, I'll probably be in West Virginia money line as well. I, I, I thir- this line doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, and TCU is just going off that Oklahoma State game, so I just think there's too many points. I would not be surprised if West Virginia win straight up. Now watch them lose by 28, but there we go. Farky? I'm on TCU. Any Anything Christian, give me that team. Anything double digits in Christian, I'll take them. Ugh. <laughs> Someone's found God in the past week. Memphis, <laughs> Matt. Yeah, look, one of the teams is disciplined here. The other one lives in a trailer and smokes Marlboros all the time. That's the Hulk squad. Give me TCU. Marlboro Reds, too. Yeah. R.I.P. Tom Petty. No uh, cancer stick. Unfortunately, we got right, let's get Florida it on. Again. We got LSU at Florida. Memphis Mads boys, Felipe, is probably going to be the quarterback the rest of the year. I just think LSU's quit. I hate Florida. I think they suck too, but uh, I'll lay the minus three in Florida. Farky? I'm going to go LSU. Tyree Cleveland's out, top wide receiver for Florida, um, and, and they're crap. They're, they suck. So I know I know LSU is no probably no better on paper, but I, I will not bet Florida. Remember, Matt? This is solely a bet against Eddie O. I think he's lost the locker room. The kids don't care. They don't want to play for him. He stinks. He's got too much money owed to him. They can't kick him out yet. Um, Florida stinks, too. They're terrible. Their offense is atrocious. Uh, But I'm going to go Florida here because uh, I'm going to fade that loser, Eddie. Yeah, I don't don't think he's lost the locker room. I just don't think he's a very good coach in the first place. Like, I just think he's a good interim coach. We called it last year. He was going to somehow finagle his way into a job. He did it. He was terrible at Ole Miss. All he is is a recruiter, a cheater, really. Cheats pretty well, and he coaches defensive line. But he doesn't even have that much talent on either front. Uh, Florida's got some hosses. Three's not enough. This line should be be at five and a half or six. I'm taking the Gators here. And I'm pretty confident in this one. I, I I don't see a scenario how else you can win. I agree with that. And I, I believe I read somewhere if Eddie O wins this game, it'd be the first SEC game he's won on the road. So that tells you how terrible he is. Next game, Sean, we got to figure out these uh, Seminoles. We got Miami at Florida State. Florida State's getting three and a half at home. I believe this game opened to pick them. What do you got? Uh, nothing to figure out. Miami's front seven's monster. You saw what happened against Wake, NC State, and Bama to an extent in the second half. Uh, just neutralized Florida State, uh, obviously missing Francois, but more more specifically, their just receivers have not been very good this year. Uh, um, it's a rivalry game, so you kind of you have to kind of take everything with a little bit of a grain of salt. What you've seen thus far, bad teams can play good, as Miami has the past few years. But uh, I think Miami gets back on the side here. Florida State could tie the series up all time. I don't think they do it this year. Maybe in the next couple of years, but. I'm taking the Miami Hurricanes here, and I think they just straight win, too. Well, obviously they win because Florida State's the dog. Yeah, I don't know where to go with this. Since it went over three, I'm going to take Florida State at home. I'm not thrilled about it. I just – if Francois plays in this game, what, what do you think this line is? Florida State minus uh, I think it's, it's flipped. It's Florida State minus four. Okay, that's I'll where also, I'm I mean, tr- truthfully, Florida State's three and one then at this point, too. Uh, so a lot of different factors. This is the makeup from the hurricane. Um, 
I, I think the break hurt Florida State and then having to come back and play a veteran team like NC State certainly didn't help. And I think NC State's a lot better than people give credit for, too. Farky. I'm on FSU here at, at the money line. I'm, I'm not giving up on the Knowles. I know they've got the quarterback issue, but, God, on paper, they have so much talent. Uh, and it's at home, them getting points at home. Uh, Miami ranked 13th in the country. I know that that doesn't mean really shit, but um, I just can't do it. I, ca- I cannot bet against Florida State at home against Miami after seeing the type of type of games I've seen Miami play over the last few years. Jay, you have you're not giving up on the Knowles, but you have them listed out as out to pasture. <laughs> well, no, that, that's what they need to do with Lee Corso. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Uh, a little tidbit about Florida State. They've actually been in the red zone a ton. They kick so many damn field goals, and I oh. bitch to you guys all the time about it. Jimbo Jimbo doesn't have – I don't think they work on red zone enough. He doesn't have consistent plays or comfort in the playbook with certain things. Some of the stuff they do – like sometimes they'll go in and they'll run it three straight times. Sometimes they'll throw it three straight times. There's no kind of mix and match consistency in play calling um, or at least any type of dynamic play calling. It's a major problem. It's been that way even back to Jameis. He just had such supremely better talent and older talent that he could overcome it. It's been a problem. He had Dalvin Cook who was able kind of to, to get through it and make some plays for him, but he kicks way too many damn field goals. He kicks field goals in this game. You're going to end up with a situation where it's, you know, 23-16, and they've kicked three field goals and turned it over once and been in the red zone more than Miami. Memphis, Matt, your pick? After that out-to-pasture comment, I'm just going to go Miami here. (laughs) Um, I I actually watched the Miami-Duke game mostly because I I said that David Cutcliffe was the king of the sneaky cover, and, uh, you know, they got blown out. But the one thing I did take away from the Duke game, and again, I know Duke's not exactly world beaters, but the secondary of Miami um, really impressed me, even though they're not going up against really anybody great. They were draped all over those dudes all day long and facing a, a true freshman quarterback, Florida State, not, uh, I, I just, I, I think the Hurricanes win here by a touchdown. Next game, Maryland at the shoe, uh, Ohio State's 30. 30- and a half point favorites finally beat the crap out of somebody last week in Rutgers. Farky. This line worries me a little bit. Typically, you know, I'm, I'm still sticking to my guns. Like I said, from the beginning, I'll always take Ohio state. Um, I'm usually feel a little more comfortable when these lines are up in the high twenties, thirties in these games. But uh, this Maryland team certainly isn't, isn't Rutgers or, um, you know, some of those garbage squads, UNLV, uh, so I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to take the Buckeyes. Their, their deep balls are getting a little better. They had three or four nicely thrown deep balls last week, although one of them, that 70-yarder to Dixon, was a broken play. I think he was like 10 or 15 yards behind the defensive back. They got Weber a little more involved. I think he got some sympathy scores, so two or three touchdowns within the three-yard line. Or Yeah, three-yard line. Um, but they, the defense is still playing well. That was a pure ass beating last week. Um, blew those losers out. Uh, more than covered that line like we thought they would. So I'm going to roll with the Bucks. Yeah, um, 
you know, they did look a lot better last year or last week. The play calling uh, seems to have changed a little bit more. They're getting more creative on offense. Um, you know, Maryland here, if they have another, they're on the third string quarterback. They have one more injury. They're going to have to go Kent State style and start recruiting for walk-ons to take some snaps. Um, but even being said, uh, Maryland's been competitive. You know, last week, uh, is Minnesota a good team? No. Should they have beaten them? Probably not. And they still did. Um you know, I, I obviously I don't see any threat at all to Ohio State this week, but the 30 and a half is, is a lot. I don't know how interested Ohio State's going to be in this game. Uh, so give me give me Juan Dixon, baby. John feels like it's three points high, too high for me. Uh, I, I, if it's 27 and a half, I think there's more of a pause. It, it's just at 30 and a half is, again, too many points. I don't care if third string quarterback or not. Uh, Durkin kind of will keep it. You know, find some quirky things. I think if um, you know they get to ten or thirteen, it's going to be tougher for Iowa or for Ohio State to get up into the forties. I like Maryland here. Yep, you stole my thunder. I thought the line should be about twenty-seven. So just that little little bit of value there. I'm going to be on Maryland as well. Uh, next game we got Bama at another dying coach, Texas A&M. Bama's laying twenty-six and a half on the road. Memphis, Matt. <laughs> Give me Bama all day long. Look, Kevin Sumlin is a loser. And I, I like how Farky has smoke Winston's, which I think I know where that's going. Um, look, Bama just completely overwhelmed Ole Miss. I don't think Texas a and is any good. Um, I don't see why this would be any different than last week. Um, you know, even though it's on the road, don't care. Um, Bama, I think, is – Far and away the best team. That pains me to say that. I think they're that just that much better than even Clemson maybe this year. Uh, give me Bama. Yeah, this is this is Bama for me too. I, it's like every week these numbers are massive, and you want to take the other team, and then you just kind of look at some of the, the the factors with that other team, and it's like there's no way in hell I want to touch this. Sun, you know, A and M's got one area where they can match up with Bama, and it's with their wide receivers, but. The, they don't have a quarterback or an offensive line. They're going to be able to handle you know, what, what Bam is going to throw at them from, from the front seven. And I, I just I think if you to beat Bama, you've got to be able to run the ball and, and find a way to, to move the ball with, with what's in the box versus what's in, in the box for them. Uh, A&M doesn't have that capability, or at least um, with Williams. Um, I, I just I don't think there's enough there. I like Bama. Um, I don't know, 28 to 30, so kind of a squeak by cover a little bit, but I think it's pretty comfortable, uh, and and you're not going to have to sweat it out too much. Yeah, I I mean, I just think someone's dead man walking, so there ain't no way I'm getting in front of that Bama train. I'm going to lay the points as well. Farky's got smoke Winston's. Farky, that's, that's an Alabama special. That's Sean came up with that. That's uh, that's what they do there, man. Everybody, you got to do that to get into school. You have to smoke. What what we say? A pack, a, a carton of Winston's carton. in an hour. Carton, carton of Winston's in, in an sitting. hour. Accepted. <laughs> I think I said sitting. I, I think you can get away in a sitting. Well, I, do I, you guys I, know who also smokes Winston's? My aunt Luann that looks like Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. Ooh. Cool. And not like the, not the cold. young like um, young, young guns, guns. yeah no. not like the one where NYC he's uh, blue. you know yeah look she drinks a six pack of Natty Tallies every single night knock them back knock them back so she's vile 
in short, so we can move on. I'm going Bama here. Uh, that that was impressive beating last week. I don't know how Sumlin has snuck his way into four and one, regardless of what that schedule is. But this this could be a severe severe consequence this week for him. Bama. So uh, here's what we got. We got this is our second. Um, we got Auburn and Alabama for our consensus thus far. No, I flip flop as well. Tack on Notre Dame to that. We got three right now. No. Most overrated basketball coach. Who do you think that is? Well, my yeah, bad. That's, that's old Roy. That's Roy, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Parky ain't ever met for Brian Sean. Kelly. He hates Brian no. Kelly. Next game, one I'm kind of excited to see at the big house. We got Michigan State at Michigan. Michigan's 10-point favorites at home. Farky. I get this is a rivalry game. I, I can respect that. Uh, but they've had a week off, Michigan has. And as much as I hate Harbaugh, I, I do give him some credit as, as having some sense as a coach. So they've had an extra week to prepare here. They've taken care of business all year like some other teams we mentioned. And I, I really don't see any reason to shy away from that. Michigan State, I think, is is incredibly overmatched here. And Michigan has uh, not given up more than 17 points in any game and, and won by at least two touchdowns in every game. So uh, until they prove otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and take them, especially at only 10. Memphis, Matt. Yeah, that's a good point, because I, I think this game actually opened at 14, right, Shell? Uh, I think just a little south of that. I think it was like 12, 13. Okay. Um, obviously, it was more enticing then. I'm silly going on the fact that Spate stinks. Um, their offense isn't impressed. What's that? He's not playing. He's not playing. <laughs> oh, he's not? No. no. Oh, corn. Why is he not playing? Play corn in your stool. <laughs> he's hurt. <laughs> Harbaugh said he's out another three weeks or so. Yeah, he got hurt it. the last game. You've got yeah. some old corn in your stool. Yeah, well, the dude, the, the dude replacing him is probably better. Um, <laughs> See her flip. This is now. This is solely. This is solely. I'm taking Michigan State just because Michigan's offense sucks. Um, uh, yeah, obviously at 13 it was better when it opened. Um, got bet down to 10, but uh, I'm still going to take Michigan State here. Sean. I see a similar game from Michigan State and Notre Dame. I think Michigan and Notre Dame kind of have some similarities in there as far as talent. I like the Wolverines um, kind of similarly to, to that game. And I just don't think Michigan State has has kind of enough horses this year um, or enough depth or, or experience. So give me the Wolverines after a bye week. Yeah, I'm not jacked up about this, but I think pretty much any time D'Antoni's a dog in a rivalry game, I'm pretty much on Michigan State every time. You got an over under of forty here, so I think it's kind of the same thing I've said before. Where if you like Michigan, probably with the over. If you like Michigan State, probably with the under. Um, I think there's good value there. Very interesting line in this next one, guys. Leach off a big, big win um, against USC travels to Oregon. This line opened Oregon minus two. Wazoo's taking all the money. They're now two and a half point favorites. So Oregon's a two and a half point dog at home. Memphis, Matt. Yeah, was I the only one last week on Wazoo against USC? No, I was I too. So. Oh, I, I don't know. Well, either way. Um, <laughs> either way, what? What's your don't point? Worry, it, got you, it got you to seven and you nine. Know, it's, you know what's great with you guys? We always hear like when you guys pick these winners. We never hear when you pick these epic losers from takes that you have. Hey, hey, either I'll way. Tell you what? No, hear this. In rebuttal to that, the pod – did not get posted last week. I named every one of the picks last week that I com- was completely wrong on. 
Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. I loved Wazoo last week. I told you losers that. The thing is, is, you know, obviously the line movement, uh, big overreaction from the big win last week. I still think Wazoo um, is uh, the much better team here. Uh, you know, Oregon's been better this year than I thought they would be. But um, I love Leach, baby. Hey, anybody that locks people in sheds is my kind of guy. So uh, <laughs> give me Washington State. Uh, that's an interesting angle. Anybody that locks people in sheds. Wow, that's fascinating. I'm going Wazoo, too, I guess, for the same reasons. Um, mine is just more that I, I, I like Falk uh, on the road in a game like this. And I don't think Oregon um, – I, I think they've they've been actually the beneficiary of of some nice scheduling and kind of opportunistic scheduling as well. Uh, I think they kind of go in a little bit of a tailspin. I like Wazoo here. Yeah, this line made no sense to me. Um, I'm probably going to bet this game because I think it's going to get to three, but I'm also going to wait to see if their uh, their quarterback. I think it's Tyler Eli um, is playing. They get Royce Freeman back. They're, um, or sorry, Royce Freeman's out. They get their wide receiver back. I think his name is Charles Nelson. So he's their best receiver. I'm really curious. I'm going to look at the injury report before this, but this line just makes no sense. It's got a letdown spot to it. I'm probably going to take the Ducks and the points at home. Farky? So if this was if this was minus one or minus two, uh, for and Oregon was a favorite, where would you be? Um, it's probably a stay away. Cool. But I think Coward. I think I think Coward. since who you got that's just that's Wazoo's just total taking on all this money so coward. Now I will that's say how go, that's how you go six and ten. Hey, you know what? Ten out of two Vegas loser. What do you make sixty six thousand dollars a year? Not even loser. Not even on overtime loser. I Listen, will say I, this I though. I'm pretty sure Herbert's out, and that ain't John Herbert. So they're good. You're good to go here, betting Wazoo. If Wazoo does win this game, they have a huge letdown spot at Cal next week. So if I don't bet it, I will be rooting for Wazoo because we're going to bet the crap out of Cal next week. Farky, your pick on this one? I'm going. Uh, I'm going Wazoo. I'm going fat little girlfriends. Uh, Nader liked his. Nader liked his uh, his reason and statement to live by. I, I like that one. They can go play with their fat little girlfriends just like the Oregon Ducks can. I don't overthink these lines. Washington State's a better team. This line is under three. That is a joke. I'm going to hammer this game. <laughs> what, the, what did Leach say? You go burying some people. That's how you get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get them buried. You start cutting some people. You start sitting some people. And I'm not going to go to the next line. You start putting people in sheds. <laughs> Two more By the way, that was Craig James' kid. Craig James is a douchebag anyways. That kid had it coming from the birth. Yeah, they should have waterboarded him. No kidding. Christ. Stanford at Utah is the second last one. Utah's getting five and a half at home. This will be the best front that Bryce Love's got to face. Um, I just don't think Stanford can throw the ball at all. And of all the home fields, I think Utah's is very underrated. So I really like getting five and a half at home here. Uh, I'm going to take Utah. Farky? I got uh, Sam Malone, Ted Danson, graduate of Stanford. Uh, like Stanford here, better team, better coach. Uh, 
I know it's on the road, five and a half. I, I really don't like this game. In fact, I, I would have zero um, intention of watching it, but I'm going to Stanford here strictly because I love Cheers, I love that bar, and I love Sam Malone. Huh. Remember, Matt? Uh, I don't know much about these teams. I got to be honest. Didn't do much homework on them either. Give me Utah. <laughs> that's a that's a resounding take um I, i'm still well are we sure that winning whittingham is not better than uh or that charles better than whittingham I, i'm no, not no, sure no. of that no no I, you i've told, complained you about i've complained command. about shaw for years i love Shaw. yeah yeah I'm, I'll, I'll stick i'll stick by what i said i'll take I mean, sam i'll take sam malone all day you're taking a, a Cheers character from an act ever played football, let alone has any affiliation to this ex- existing team. You could have put Condoleezza Rice there and it had more of a damn connection. I'm taking San- the Utes. Sandra Day Connor. You know what? I'm taking Utah because Rick Majerus is not around anymore. Rest his soul. Give me the Utah. <laughs> I'm taking Utah because of the great wide open Tom Petty, R.I.P. Last Bryce one, nice too. <laughs> Your Memphis Mac game of the week. Um, they are they travel to UConn. Oh. They're laying thirteen and a half on the road. Um, I'm just going to take Memphis to balance back. I think UCF is way better than we all thought. Uh, I'm not talking too too much up to that loss. I think they bounce back, and UConn stinks. Sean, uh, I'm with you here. Um, it's just two little points. I love Memphis here. Big spot, big blowout. They head up north and beat the hell out of them Yankees. Well, we know where the next two are going, Farky. I'm not even commenting on this game other than UConn. <laughs> Memphis, Matt, where are, you, where are you going? I'm going to take UConn. No, no way. Now okay, this, this is blowout city, Memphis. <laughs> Memphis by about 46. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god now okay. all right. I guess I'm going to have to have Memphis let me, let me get my standard warning in for all you, uh, for all you suckers that are going to listen to this you're going to take Memphis because old Memphis Matt loves them go ahead take them that's another 7-9 and nine week <laughs> hey right, guys. you know what don't be afraid to add them to your 10 teamer it's a lock I feel yeah, more all those more you talk. Yeah, those those religious ten team betters. <laughs> all right, what are we looking at for bets this week, guys? In our bets, Joe, we you want to go over what happened last week? Yeah, we went two one and one last week, so we picked up a little bit, um, a little south of a unit. Auburn and Penn State were pretty easy wins. I think we got a little fortunate on the Florida State. Fortunately, we waited and got the seven, so we pushed there on a game looking to head to overtime. Um, did you guys watch the Oklahoma State game? I really think we should have covered that. I think Tech. we killed it in yards. Another game we lost, even though we were on the right side. I lost two parlays because of that game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of how close it was. All right. So, on the year, we're 4-1-1. One, one. Uh, we're up uh, 2.8 units, which is, if we keep that going, we'll be we'll be just fine. Um, we have two consensus, Bama and Auburn. I don't know how much value we're getting there. I mean, um, where are you guys kind of leaning? Somebody got a top two or whatever? I like both those. Um, who's Akron playing? 
Uh, I'm okay. I have this jotted down. You're gonna find me find it crazy. I actually like Akron minus seven against uh, Ball State. Jesus, <laughs> the Ball Central, State women Catholic. I, here's my angle. I hate Jason Whitlock. His alma mater's Ball State. I love David Letterin. His alma mater's Ball State. But I hate Jason Whitlock a lot. So I will ride Akron if I have if we have to, guys. Oh God. Here, you want to know another, another crappy team? I I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet UNLV plus ten and a half. They there, are. Um, there's not a, a chance in hell that I would ever bet UNLV. Zero. Do you, know, do you know how bad San Diego State is? Or sorry, San Jose State is. UNLV's gonna. I, I don't all care. Over. I'm gonna be on UNLV money line. Call me crazy. FYI, San, San Diego State's a good team. I meant San Jose State. The right ranking. Yeah, I know. Here's but, the thing. Isn't it sacrilegious to go against a team that we gave an all coat hanger award to earlier in the year? I think that was premature. I think Kent State deserved it. I don't know if Akron did. Oh God. I mean Yeah, maybe well, yeah, maybe they, they, you know, brought themselves up from the, the depths of hell. They're back. You stand him up, but you know, he won't back down. Yeah. That's exactly right. Here here's my angle. Tom Petty, where was he? Where was he from? Huh? Guess Gainesville. I say we go to the Florida Gators, even though Farkey's not on it. I was actually going to point that one out. That I think we felt pretty struggling about Florida. Just that Eddie O's on his way out. Um, okay, let's go Wazoo because Schilling's not on it. How about that? That's I love fine. Wazoo. If we're going to bet, if, if if we're going to bet Wazoo, we're going to do it now because I. You guys think that's fine. Three? You guys think that's our four three? games. That's our four games, and maybe we jump on Akron if we're feeling really froggy. Ooh, I like that. Maybe go TC Horn Frogs. Hey, oh. Shill. What's yeah, up? No, my buddy is out in Vegas right now. He just said that he went to a bar called The Garage on Flamingo Road. He said it's the best bar in Vegas he's ever been to. So you gotta check it out. Are there a lot of boner garages there? Um, I don't know if there's boner garages. I don't even know what that is, but uh, <laughs> oh, but uh, if you're looking for a good time, that might be where you want to hit up. Mater's never been in a boner garage. All right, so you got these bets or what? Well, okay, uh, we're gonna lay Auburn in twenty-one, Bama in twenty-six and a half, Florida minus three. You guys want to wait on Florida or not? No. I think we're gonna take it now. I think it's. I think if anything, it's gonna go north of three. I agree. And we'll take Wazoo yeah. minus two and a half. Shocking. We're gonna take eight favorites again. I but hate I, the game. With so the result. You, you, Farky, you were on BMN and Auburn. What are you talking about? No, Florida. I thought you said. Yeah, we are, we're on Florida. Yeah, I, I said I hate that game. You don't like you don't like Tom Petty. I do like Tom Petty, but I also don't think Florida's gonna cover. That's why I didn't pick them. Three. All right, we're going to uh, let's just pencil these four in, and then we'll just talk through text messages. Messages and follow us on NEG Pod CFB. Uh, we'll, we'll post them once we finalize them for sure. So I'll, I'll check the lines now since I put these lines up in the morning. They might have moved a half point here or there, which in Auburn's case, 21 and, a, 21 and a half might change something, or if Bama gets to twenty eight. So I'll check those out. We'll just post them up, guys. You guys got anything else? No, wait. Nope, that's Try it. I'm going to literally enjoy the hell out of football this weekend for once. We looking at a tribe sweep? 
No. No. Bite your fingernails. Actually, grow your fingernails. You got a day and a half to grow them out because you're going to be chewing the shit out of them. I don't like it. It's going five. I agree with that. I'll take Kluber home in game five. So we'll go from there. Um, anything else, guys? The garage. Check it out, chill. Yeah, uh, check out the garage. I'll be there. Follow, like I said, follow us on the NG Pod CFB. I'll be posting pictures, and I'll see how many tickets I can stack up on my little table there next to all the beers I'll be drinking. And we so. need to see a picture of Moner eating whatever the hell he's going to eat. Yes. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're figuring out where we're going, so we're we're uh, texting off the side. But I'll I'll shoot pictures and put and put them up on the on the Twitter. I heard the garage is supposed to have good uh, steaks too. Flank steak is what they're known for. So if you go there, you can buy shill a nice steak or uh, monitor a nice steak. Yeah, flanks are seasoned too. with all the get it seasoned with all the fixings. Maybe some white sauce. With a horseradish, it's good stuff. All right, that'll do it for us, guys. Um, yeah. That's it. That's all. We out. Where everyone knows your name. See ya. Later. These are the tales, the freaky tales. These are the tales that I tell so well you don't like my dirty rap.